Hey, hey, welcome to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. I'm Josie, and I'll be your host alongside my pal, Samantha. hey And Kaylee. Hey, guys. We get real around here because life's too short for small talk, and we believe there's beauty in the depths of your soul. See what I did there? <laughs> and we'll accompany you into the struggles, through the depths, and to the heights to help you discover the truth that will bring you lasting joy to your life. So join in the fun and follow along by subscribing to our podcast and website at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Alrighty, let's get this conversation started. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. That sounded really official, um, but I have very exciting <laughs> news friends Kaylee is back on the podcast hello welcome back Kaylee thank you thank you um her baby is sleeping in the background yes it's great for now we hope it stays (laughs) that way (laughs) yes um yeah Kaylee welcome back do you want to tell the listeners um about our topic today yes definitely will and also we'll give the disclaimer of um if you hear baby crying we're just a really pro-life podcast around here so it's totally okay we will we'll work through that. Um, but this week is so exciting. Um, it's National Family Planning Awareness Week, also known as NFP. Um, this is the Catholic Church's recommended method of family planning um, because we see contraception is intrinsically evil and opposed to the teachings of the church and what marriage is all about as well. Um, but we'll get more into that here in a minute. Um, we just wanted to kind of sit around and chat this week a little bit about mm-hmm. all things NFP, all the questions people may have. Um, and yeah, people sometimes view this as Catholic contraception or um, that it's only for married couples, but that's actually not true whatsoever. So whether you're a man, woman, single, dating, engaged, whatever, we hope we'll stick around and just kind of listen to the chat we have about um, all things about NFP and the church is teaching on that as well. Um, and if you didn't know, I actually teach NFP. I teach the Creighton model. I'm a fertility care practitioner. And so I'm so excited for today's guest. We have um, a fertility care practitioner intern on the show. Her name is Melissa Tablada. So welcome, Melissa. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So happy to be here. Yes, yes. we're so excited. I'm really excited for this podcast because we have a practitioner, a practitioner intern, and then I am not a practitioner, but I am a user of Creighton. Um, so I'm just, yeah, super pumped. Um, yes. Melissa, would you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, why you're passionate about NFP, what you do, all that good stuff? Sure. Yeah. So I am Melissa. I'm Catholic. I'm a wife. I've been married for um, a few months longer than two years. And we live, my husband and I live um, downtown in Miami, Florida. So it's been real hot down here. Um, And then for work, I have the best jobs in the world. They're so much fun and I love them so much. So um, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. So I work with couples and individuals in therapy. I am also, like Kaylee said, a um, Creighton model fertility care practitioner intern. So I have the joy of teaching women and couples to chart their cycles. Mm-hmm. And then I also am a soul core leader, which is super fun. Soul core is a practice of praying the rosary while exercising. And I love that because mm-hmm. then I yes. am growing in mind, body, and spirit all integrated as a whole person. Um, 
So yeah, I'm super passionate about NFP. I I have loved it ever since I first heard about it, which I think I, I think I heard about it in grad school, maybe. So not too, too long ago, Mm -hmm. Um, but fell in love with it. Couldn't wait to marry someone so that I could learn (laughs) about it myself. And then as soon as I was learning about it and using it, couldn't wait to become a practitioner. So um, I love it. I love it. I think it's amazing. And I think everybody should know about it. That's so exciting. Did you start um, using it before you got engaged or did you wait until the engagement process? We waited until our engagement. So we, we got engaged in late July. We started learning in September and then our wedding was in April. Nice. Awesome. Oh, so fun. Mm -hmm. love it love it um yeah I feel like this is a topic I can go on and on and on about because I'm also just so passionate about it and once that's exactly why I became an instructor in this as well um but yeah we kind of wanted to talk a little bit today about like contraception as a whole especially like during NFP awareness week like people Mm -hmm. for one don't even know what NFP even is they view it as like completely not what it is um just the stereotypes out there for it um, so we were just kind of wanting to talk a little bit about like what is like, yeah, contraception, why is the church opposed to it? Um, so like where do you have any like thoughts on any of that? Um, yeah. Yes, I think super important things to talk about that are not talked about too often. Well, in my life, it is talked about very often. Yeah, same. <laughs> I talk to everybody about NFP, whether they want to know about it or not. <laughs> and I'm like, you need to know about this. So um But generally, I don't think it's talked about too much because contraception is just so widely accepted and not questioned. And I think we do need to question it. Um, But Mm -hmm. as far as like church teaching, it interferes with the way that God designed sex and marriage. And so it's it's breaking something that's meant to be whole and beautiful and twisting Mm -hmm. it into something else. Um, Things that the marital act, which is sex within marriage, things that that is supposed to be. One is total and Mm. it's supposed to be a total self gift. And when I'm using contraception or when we're using contraception as a couple, it's not a total self gift. It's Mm. saying like, I will give you some of me, but not all of me. And Mm. my husband would be saying like, I love some of you, but I don't want all of you. I don't want your fertility. Mm. Um, There's a lacking of a total self gift and a total receiving receiving of that gift. And, and it's also not open to being fruitful, um, which is super important for, for that act to be. So those are really important. Like what sex, what the way that God designed for sex to be total, faithful, fruitful, um, Mm. life giving, fully loving, fully embracing, fully upholding the dignity of the woman, the man and the couple, Mm -hmm. um, perception interferes with all of that. And so I think like, to me, that's a major issue. I wouldn't want to do anything that interferes with the way that God designed this because it, it's just a cheap imitation and it's not um, giving us the opportunity to experience love the way that God wants us to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. And we do have, like, we are able to space pregnancies, to limit pregnancies. We don't have to just have a million children, yeah. especially if it's irresponsible for us to do that. But mm. we can do that in a way that's natural um, mm. and not contraceptive. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, that kind of makes me think of um, when Pope Paul VI, back in 1968, he wrote uh, the Humana Vitae, um, the papal yes. encyclical. 
um, which is what the Creighton model was founded off of anyway. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I just been praying about this episode. I was just getting fired up reading that all over again. Um, but one of the things that Pope politics like was talking about in Humana Vitae was that if we allow contraception within marriage, um, using like artificial birth control, different means, then that would open us up to marital infidelity, lower moral mm. standards. Men would resort to using women as a means to an end, like for their own pleasure rather than upholding your dignity. And then governments would impose this use on everyone, not upholding the dignity mm. of marriage as a whole institution. Um, and I think it's just so insane because I was in 1968 and now here we are in 2020. And it's like so true. You see all of that in today's society in so many ways. And it's just like, so heartbreaking in a lot of ways, but I think it's beautiful about how the church still never budged on this teaching Mm -hmm. and is still like, no, like this is not the way that marriage was intended to be. And we're not going to cave on that, you know? Um, Yeah. And I think that like another reason, this is not like the first reason why the church does this, but just on like a natural human level, mm -hmm. contraception, especially like artificial birth control, but um, like, yeah, the birth control pill and things like that. It's interfering with the way that our bodies normally function. It's trying to shut down our bodies from functioning properly. So that's just like something that we should avoid at all costs, shutting Mm -hmm. down our body's natural function um, and doing everything we can to uphold the health of our bodies. So on a, on a health and like natural human level, it's Mm -hmm. also super important. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is um, something that I love about NFP and the church's support of nfp is like you were saying the church is not saying you have to have a million children Um, right Mm -hmm. the church wants us to be responsible and to discern as a couple um what we can do um in terms of spacing children like is it irresponsible for us to have another child right now um the church wants you to consider those things and do that prayerfully prayerfully and together as a couple Mm -hmm. Um, But I loved what you said about using, you know, the natural rhythms of our bodies and understanding our bodies instead of just trying to stamp on what, like stomp on what God has created. And Mm -hmm. I think um, that's what I've loved about using NFP is like, I really feel so empowered um, knowing Mm -hmm. what's going on in my body on any given day um, and being able to distinguish like if I'm having hormone issues um, and working with someone who will help me to um, kind of regulate that in a natural way instead of just band-aid fixing it with like hormonal birth control or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I think that other methods of contraception, birth control pill or condoms or all these other things that couples might use, it it doesn't dignify us. And it also doesn't give us the opportunity to say that like we – we have the ability to learn and be disciplined Mm -hmm. and understand what's going on Mm -hmm. in our body. All those other methods of avoiding pregnancy is basically saying like, you don't have the ability to learn about your body. You're not going to, you don't want to take the time to understand what's happening in your body. So just take this Mm -hmm. pill and then you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to know what's going on. If there's something wrong or if you don't want to get pregnant right now, like don't worry about understanding it, just take this or use this and you don't need to know anything. And that mm-hmm. that's like so that's so against even what our culture wants to do right now. Like culturally people want to be informed, but this topic 
we don't mm-hmm. relate yeah. the same ideas to and we need to we should understand how our body's working what is happening with our body on any given day and that's like one of the gifts of nfp yeah mm-hmm. and i think it's also such a beautiful gift um within marriage um because you know at, when you get married and you are continuing on this journey of getting to know your spouse it's actually a very um I feel like people think that NFP could be a very non-intimate thing because mm-hmm. sometimes you have to abstain um, if you're trying to avoid pregnancy at that time. Um, but I think that inviting your husband into this process of knowing where your body is on any given day in your cycle mm-hmm. is actually a really beautiful and um, intimate way to get to know each other because it's also like your husband is saying, I love you enough. I want to know more about the way that your body works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I respect the way that your body works. Um, and it's your, it's natural rhythms. And I want to work with that instead of just like completely disregard it mm-hmm. um, in our marriage. I think that's something that's really beautiful about NFP. And I think too, um, at least when I've worked with my instructor, she always invited like as I was learning she was like always opening it up to be something um for us as a couple not just something that I Mm -hmm. do on my own yeah I love that I love that it's so true that it just brings such a like a deeper level of vulnerability to the marriage in a lot of ways and it brings yeah brings I feel like it's brought us together as a couple in so many different Mm ways um but I do want to kind of hit up on for those who are listening to this podcast and like, cool, I'm not married. What does that have to do with me whatsoever? Um, so, uh, Melissa, what would you say to anyone who's just single or just dating or possibly looking towards engagement? Not quite there yet, but like, is NFP of value to them? How could they possibly use it? Yeah. So NFP, especially Creighton, um, speaking from my experience using and teaching that method Mm -hmm. can be super helpful for any women from, the first day of her first period when she's well, 11, 12, 13 years old mm-hmm. until she hits menopause through every different life stage of a woman, whether she's single, engaged, married, whatever. Um, NFP can be helpful. Charting her cycle can be helpful mm-hmm. because it's about understanding and knowing your body. So especially, so if you're pre-married, you're not married, you're single, um, dating, whatever, especially if you have bad PMS if you have irregular cycles, if you have PCOS, if you have endometriosis, any reproductive health concerns, charting can be super, super helpful for you because most likely your doctor, unless they're NAPRO trained, is going to tell you to just go on the pill to get rid of those bad symptoms and mm-hmm. you're not treating the issue. And so um, charting can help you identify issues and treat those issues. Um through proper medical and, and health care. And mm-hmm. so that's how I would see it very helpful. So for me, I didn't have irregular cycles. I didn't have any reproductive health concerns that I knew of when I was single. And so I didn't, I didn't feel that it was necessary for me to chart um, at that time. It still would have been helpful for me, but I, because I didn't see any outward symptoms that I was noticing, I didn't choose to chart before mm-hmm. I was engaged. Um, but it would definitely be recommended, especially if you're engaged or pre-engagement to start charting at least six months before you're going to be using it. So like mm-hmm. six months before marriage so that you can get into the habit of 
charting your symptoms, um, charting your signs of fertility, sorry, and like uh, making those observations and seeing when you're fertile and infertile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's cool because I actually um, found out about NFP probably a year and a half before meeting my husband and started charting myself because I was having those issues. And it mm-hmm. was year after year going to my doctor and they're like, birth control, birth control, birth control. That's your only answer. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why the church like was against it at the time. And like, I didn't understand like why I didn't want it, but I was like, I don't want to put that in my body. I know nothing about it. And I just know it's not good for you. And the church stands Mm -hmm. like, doesn't go for it, you know? Um, so I chose not to do that. And I chose instead to seek out, um, yeah, finding a friend who taught this. And that's what like got me into it for a year and a half before even meeting my husband and then introduced him right into it. So it's like really cool. I've seen it through all the, the singleness and helping me like using natural technology and mm-hmm. which we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, but yeah, using all of that just to kind of help regulate my cycles and then in engagement and in marriage, which has been really cool. Um, yeah. but that kind of brings me to thinking about too, with, um, the pill, it's just so easy for, um, people to think, well, I'm single. I'm not abstaining from pregnancy. I'm not going to be using this at all to like avoid pregnancy. Um, and my doctor thinks this is the best option for me. So like, what, what would you say to that? I would say that birth control, the birth control pill in being prescribed for some medical reason, some symptom that you're experiencing is not true women's healthcare mm-hmm. um, because it's not looking at what is wrong, what is the issue and how can we fix the issue? It's looking at you have this symptom and so let's mask the symptom and make sure you don't feel the symptom anymore, but I'm not gonna treat your body for what is actually happening. So it would be as if like if I had an infection and I had a fever due to my infection and I took aspirin and I no longer had a fever, I would still have an infection. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's treating it similarly where, yeah, maybe I have really bad periods. I have really bad cramps. I might get nauseous. I might be in bed. So here, take the birth control pill so that you don't experience those symptoms But there's a reason symptoms are telling us something. It's giving us information. There's a reason why I'm experiencing those symptoms. If I just take birth control pill, I don't have the symptoms anymore. I am not looking to find out about what's going on with my health, Mm. that this is happening when it shouldn't be happening. That's not normal. And Mm. I think a lot of times people think that it is normal. And so, okay, let me just take this birth control because it'll mask my symptoms because it's just a normal thing that women go through. But you shouldn't be going through that. It's not normal and you can Mm. treat the actual root of the issue. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's like a huge, huge reason. And um, for some other reasons that I just blow, the biggest thing that blows my mind is that the birth control pill is listed as a carcinogen, which Mm. is what cigarettes are listed as. It's something that leads to cancer. It's terrible for your body. Mm. And that's not explained when Mm. you're in the doctor's office. I remember being a teenager. I was not involved in the church or involved in my faith. I, I didn't care to follow church teachings at all. So it had nothing to do with that. But I just thought in my mind, I I wanted to go on the birth control pill because of the acne that I had when I was a teenager. And I asked my doctor, like, but is this okay to be on indefinitely? Like, aren't there side Mm. effects or something? This can't be good for you. And I didn't know anything about it. I just felt like this can't be good for you to be on indefinitely. And he assured me there's no side effects. There's nothing wrong with it. You can be on it indefinitely and it won't Mm. cause any, any harmful effects to your body, which is a lie. And I don't, I don't, 
believe that he was trying to lie to me, but I think he was misinformed um, mm. or not educated, which I've found like through my training with Creighton, I trained with nurses and doctors and they all said the same thing that they were not taught any of this about Creighton or mm. NFP, what the research shows that it works and that it's good and that it, it's true women's healthcare. They weren't taught any of that in medical school. So I don't mm-hmm. fault them for that, but it's just really sad um, that it's, it's really terrible for your body. And there are so many side effects. I didn't personally experience side effects, but I know a lot of women who have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are other options. Like that is not the only option there. There are options, which, um, NAPRO technology, which Kaylee mentioned is the medical application of the Creighton model. So mm-hmm. when I or Kaylee helps a woman or a couple start their cycle, when we notice that there's issues in the cycle or something going on that needs to be addressed medically, we'll refer them to a NAPRO technology doctor. And the doctor will look for what is the root of this problem? Not that you're having symptoms. The symptoms are telling us there's a problem. What is the problem and how can we treat it? So mm-hmm. that's what women deserve in healthcare is treating the root of the problem, not just covering up symptoms and not actually treating it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think just just to like bring an example to light, I recently um, – I was charting not Creighton. I was charting with um, another NFP model called SymptoPro. Um, and my instructor, my cycles were getting really weird, very irregular. Um, and so my instructor was like, you probably should see a doctor and have your hormones checked out. So I ended up working with a NAPRO nurse practitioner. Um, mm-hmm. And very quickly, she was able to, we were able to figure out that um, I had low progesterone and elevated prolactin levels, which <laughs> fun fact is a hormone that um, breastfeeding women get. I'm not pregnant. I've never mm-hmm. had a child. I'm not breastfeeding. So we were able to figure that out mm-hmm. very quickly and find natural ways to um, get to the root of the problem and solve those root issues instead of just being mm-hmm. like, oh, your cycles are weird and irregular, we can just fix that with hormonal birth control or something like right. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just very exciting to me um, and very empowering to be able to like go in and yeah, f- figure out the problem and treat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the same with infertility. So the one of the, the gifts with Creighton is that you're able to identify fertility issues so quickly because you're looking mm-hmm. at your chart every single day and you're looking at your body's signs and your reproductive health every single day. And so where um, a couple who's not using like some kind of fertility awareness method like Creighton or NFP, um, who's trying to get pregnant, the doctor will tell them to wait a year. And if they haven't gotten pregnant in a year, then come back and we'll start doing testing and we'll start to see if something's wrong. But with Creighton, there's a 98% chance that a couple is going to get pregnant within the first six months and and even 78% chance within the first month. So it's very high and very accurate because you know when you're fertile. And so Mm -hmm. if there's any issues, you can treat it so much more quickly And so my husband and I, when we started trying for a baby, this was April of last year, we quickly realized after a few months that there is some kind of infertility issue, but infertility is not a diagnosis. Infertility is a symptom of a problem. Mm -hmm. And so when we see that, I couldn't see much. I could see a few minor issues with my cycle, but it still wasn't enough. Like I should have been able to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so we were able to bring all of my charts for two and a half years that are a medical record to this NAPRO doctor. And she was able to do some testing 
and quickly, super quickly, within a month, realized that I had an infection in my uterus that was there for years and was making my body function as if I had already been through menopause. My uterus looked like it had already been through menopause and I'm 26 years old. Wow. super crazy. I would have never known. I didn't feel the effects of an infection, but it was there. And through charting and through learning about my body, I realized that and was able to get it treated really quickly. So mm-hmm. such a gift um, mm-hmm. to be able to have this information to actually learn about our bodies and receive actual healthcare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's mm-hmm. um, another beautiful gift of NFP is that it can be used to achieve pregnancy, yeah. avoid pregnancy, or just women's healthcare to yes. learn about your body, right. which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. and that's, that's why NFP is not a method of contraception. It's not Catholic birth control mm-hmm. because it's not something, it doesn't interfere with the marital act. It doesn't interfere with a husband and a wife coming together in that marital union. That's so beautiful. It doesn't interfere with that. It doesn't take away from that. It just allows the couple to know on which days do you have a high chance of getting pregnant or not? And so they can choose and make educated decisions with that. And they can also use it equally to achieve pregnancy. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just like completely blocking out the ability to become pregnant, but it's also like, yeah, you can try to achieve as well. You just know when you're fertile, when you're not like, it's so beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, we hope you're enjoying this episode. We just wanted to throw a quick plug in for our Beautiful Depths email list. Subscribers get a lot of free perks that others don't. Samantha, do you want to tell them what those are? Yep. Each month, you'll get a specially designed calendar, prayer resources, wallpaper sneak peeks, and an entrance into an exclusive giveaway. Josie, do you want to tell them how they can sign up? Sure thing. Just go to our show notes and click the link or go to beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Now let's get back to the show. So for people who are listening, who maybe don't know very much about NFP or who are wanting to learn, um, what do you guys have any resources um, for people to either learn more or even just to like get started uh, with an instructor? Yeah, um, a few that I would say. So our website in in South Florida, we have, I think there's four of us that are um, teaching down here now, Creighton. And so we have a website, it's CreightonSouthFlorida.com. And on that site, there's three videos. So I'm like pointing to that site, especially for the videos, because they're really helpful. Two of them, one of them I made with my practitioner before I was a practitioner, and it was just an info video. It's like 30 minutes long answering people's questions about Creighton and NFP. So that I think is a a good resource. There's another one that I made when I was going through training. That video is on that website, and that is answering people's um, like myths and misconceptions about what Creighton is. And then there's another one that's actually from Creighton, so it's more legit and official. Um, So that's a good website. Um, Another website that I always point people to is called managing your fertility. So it's just managingyourfertility.com. And that's a good one that you can look through all the different methods of NFP and kind of compare, contrast, see which one might look best for you, what the differences are and all that. And then there's another website called facts about fertility. That's um, mostly like for the medical community, but there's a lot of research on there that you can go through and look through like, what does the medical research actually say so that you can feel equipped to have these conversations confidently. 
Yes, love that. Um, yeah, and so I also would say that you could um, – we have a blog post that we wrote last year about this topic, and there's all kinds of things there. But another website that I um, really like is um, – shoot, I just lost the name of it. It'll come it, back. Natural Womanhood. There it is. Yes, naturalwomanhood.org. So that one is like you can just explore all the different ones as well. Um, but I also would recommend if people struggle with the church's teaching on this, even after we've talked about it, dove into it a little bit, um, to check out Humana Vitae. You can literally just Google it and it'll pop right up and you can read the whole thing right there, which is what I read in preparation for this and just got re-pumped about all of this and why I teach NFP. Um, but then lastly, I would say if you're interested at all um, in learning NFP, I would highly recommend finding an instructor in your area. Um, I know if you're like where I'm in the North Florida area. So um, First Coast Fertility Care, um, if you just Google that, you can find us there. Um, but yeah, finding an instructor that can teach, it doesn't have to be Creighton either. It can be any of the methods that you feel is good for you. Um, but working with an instructor, they can point you towards the problems that might be in your cycles. You could have completely normal cycles, which is totally fine. Um, but then, yeah, it can help you to get the help that you need through an instructor rather than just a self-taught app that you are, can kind of be a little confused about and might not necessarily catch those red flags that could be, could be there. So what about you, Samantha? Do you have any resources to share? Yeah, I would recommend, um, looking on your diocesan website. Um, when I first got engaged and was looking for an instructor, I started on my diocesan website and looking at their marriage prep resources. They had a lot of different information for different NFP models with links to different websites and instructors. Um, Because I know that depending on where you live, it can be difficult to find a local instructor. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if you're looking for like a specific model, there might not, like, for example, I don't have a Creighton instructor very close to me. Um, So it was helpful to like one look on the diocesan website, but there's also a website. It's called mycatholicdoctor.com. And they have NFP instructors on there, but they also have a lot of different kinds of doctors, NAPRO doctors, NAPRO nurse practitioners who can help you, um, especially Mm -hmm. right now with this whole covid pandemic i know telehealth has become a really big important thing um so they do a lot of their stuff most of their stuff through telehealth um and you can sit down and talk to medical professionals and um it's very comforting to know that you're going to go in and speak to someone who's going to uphold the values of your faith um Mm -hmm. and not go in and feel like all right i need to come in and like wage the war against birth control (laughs) um but yeah go in and really get the the healthcare that you deserve. So, yeah. Another one is, um, we didn't mention this, but fertilitycare.org is where you can find Mm -hmm. all of the Creighton registered centers, whether it's practitioners or NAPRO doctors. So that's a good resource too. Yes, Yes. absolutely. And we can link all of these websites we just threw at you um, (laughs) all into the podcast um, episode as well. So don't think that you have to remember them all while you're driving down the road listening to this. Yes. Before we wrap up, Melissa, where can our um, listeners follow you or keep up with you and all of the work that you're doing? 
Yeah. So um, basically, Melissa Grace Tablada anywhere. So on Instagram, my handle is Melissa Grace Tablada. On YouTube, my channel is just my name, Melissa Grace Tablada. My website is MelissaGraceTablada.com. Yes. Um, my <laughs> nice email is MelissaGraceTablada Gmail. So yeah, basically just search that anywhere. Facebook too. So that's Love where I'll be, that. but I am most active on Instagram. So that's your best chance of connecting. <laughs> yes. Cool. So good. And our fun question we like to end every episode with um, is asking people, what is a grace that you have received lately? So either one of you guys want to answer? Yeah. So um, a grace that I have been receiving over the past year and a bit is joy and peace through infertility. Um, So going through this journey, I know a lot of people feel alone in infertility. And so I um, am it brings me joy and peace to be able to speak about it and help people know that they're not alone, Mm -hmm. that there are one in eight couples are unfortunately struggling with this as well. But if you are going through this, you're not alone. Um, I also, it's difficult, but when I have appointments and testing and all these things, I also get excited because I want to learn about my body and I'm excited to figure out. It's like a little investigation, like what Mm -hmm. is happening. And I also am grateful to have that opportunity so that when I'm helping my clients chart and they have issues, I can let them know what to expect from my own experience. So, Mm -hmm. but it's a huge grace to be able to experience joy and peace through um, this journey with Mm -hmm. infertility. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Love that. Mm. Yeah. For me, um, I would say my biggest grace, I mean, I could go on and on about the past eight weeks and all the graces I've had in that of being a first time mom. Mm. Um, but I would say just like the last, I guess it was about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Well, it's been longer than that now, but regardless, um, we ended up having, uh, exposure to COVID-19 and my husband actually had it. We didn't realize it. Um, his test came back 12 days later which was really annoying, but that's okay. Um, but it was just a grace because just during that time when he was kind of experiencing some symptoms, we, like I had to take care of Joseph all by myself, even though he was here in the house. Um, but we were just trying to like distance in that way. Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I just felt like such peace from the Lord in the midst of that. And like, there's a lot of fear because of what the media is portraying this to be and all the like, yeah, pretty much like you're going to die if you have it. And like, also you're a leper if you have it kind of Mm. mindset that's gone on with it all um so that was just kind of like really really a hard really week and a half that we were like struggling a lot um but there's just so much grace that I found in that that the Lord just gave me this extra supernatural grace to be able to like pull through with that and um yeah now we're on the other side and we're all doing well Joseph never got sick and I'm very thankful for that um but it was definitely a very trying time and a very much leaning on the Lord and his grace in that time as well so what about you, Samantha? Yeah. Um, this past weekend, Luke had um, Thursday and Friday off of work. So we were able to just relax, um, take some time off. We were also able to see um, Luke's best friend, um, which it just made me happy to see Luke happy. Um, you know, we've just been kind of cooped up at home. We have been able to see family, which has been nice um, in this quarantine. But it's just like you're just sitting at home all day. He has no idea when he's going to be able to go back into the office. Mm. So it's literally home from you wake up, you go back to bed. So it was just 
uh, it made me happy to see him happy um, and to be able to see his best friend. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. awesome. I love it. Well, friends, we've reached the end. Thank you so much <laughs> um, for chatting with me today. Melissa, would you mind closing us in prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of this time. Thank you for the gift of Samantha and Kaylee and this podcast. Thank you for the gift of everyone who is listening. We pray for them and their journey with their health. If for all of the women listening for their reproductive health, that you help them to learn about their bodies, become empowered to take control of their fertility and their health for all of the couples that you may bless their fertility and their families and their marriages, be with them every step of the way, help them know of your love for them, help them grow more in love with you every day. And we pray that the truths of our bodies, of theology of the body, of humane vitae, of the way that you created us for love and the way that you created sex and marriage will be glorified every day. In your son's name we pray, amen. 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 Yay. Thank Thank you you. so much. Mm -hmm. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yes, this was great. We will chat later, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. If you love what you hear, please leave us a review and a rating. Preferably a five star. (laughs) On iTunes or wherever you like to listen. Your reviews help more people hear about the podcast and come to discover the truth and joy of Christ, which is what we're all about. And also feel free to follow us on all social media at Beautiful Depths and subscribe at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Until next week, stay holy, friend.